Insert your own theme tune here. Do it. This time, do it. Insert your own theme tune. And whilst you're at it, make a video as well. And send it in. Mm. And send it in. Make a whole movie. Yeah. What's, why are you so lazy? We're Rec- waiting. Re- record your own <laughs> podcast. Record your own <laughs> podcast. Why are we doing it? Yeah. I mean, I mean no, yet again... It's me and Carrie. This is Nick Doody. Hello. Hello, me, Carrie. <laughs> me, Carrie. <laughs> and Carrie. Me, Carrie. <laughs> me, Nick. You, Nick. Yes. <laughs> and we, we have a guest. <laughs> We've had to bring in a guest because, yet again, Carrie and I, like, every week, not every week, but sometimes <laughs> we do this. Once a month. <laughs> once a month. Last year at some point. On average. On average, once every now and again. We, uh, we, we yet again find ourselves having to record our own podcast. And, and you've, done, you've done no work. <coughs> but the remains of this cold, so I'm almost, there will still be an occasional cough. I'll warn you that. Yeah, and, but it's, um, it's a bit like, you know, when you've got a relative who's, like, who's a little kid and you only see them every few months. So you're like, oh my God, they've really grown. Yeah. And in the same way, people listening to this who don't know you in everyday life, really seeing your cold... Really speed through. Oh, I think they've been worried about it. Yeah, I think that's all they've that's all they've thought about. But I know what you mean. They go. They from last last one was me coughing heavily. Yep. A and, lot of people, uh, a lot of people in the Twitter sphere, just going remains quickly, there. quickly do a podcast so we know how Kerry's cold's getting yeah. on. Point is, I'm still alive. Well, I'm here just in case you hey. die. It's fine. Yes. Hello. Hello. This is our guest. I I'm 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 an accidental guest. Kirsty's Kirst joining us. Um, and Kirst, oh, I you thought so... you were an accidental guest. Are you accidental? Well, you weren't planned. I wasn't planned, so I didn't know that about you. No, she's <laughs> unplanned. Huh. No, well, I wasn't planned, but I'm here. So, uh, so you were the surprise. unplanned. But you're a first child, so you're the unplanned first child. I think I. I don't know if I was planned. I have yeah. never asked. I, I just think, I think it's more likely for a first child to be unplanned. You've got no excuses by the second one <laughs> you know, or the third. Go, it's not, there's not only the last one that, that you were an accident. We were just happy. You know, in, the, in the case of my my family, the youngest, they go, yeah, we weren't planning on you. We just wanted the first eight. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know if you were planned? I, I have never asked. I just assumed I was, but you know, who knows? Wow, what an ego on you. Yeah. <laughs> I okay. I I once asked if I was planned. And the town planner that I asked didn't know, didn't know who I was. I mean, if, even if I was planned, they'd still had to try for another one because they, they clearly thought they hadn't got it right yet. So, right. Yeah. I don't think I was planned because I, I vaguely remember just seeing an opportunity and taking it. Yeah. What were you when you did this? I got loads of memories of being a sperm, you know. I was a really good sperm. I, lo- I, I was so enthusiastic. <laughs> People think of being a sperm, but not of an egg. I remember when I was an egg. Oh, I remember when I was an egg. Oh, I remember when I was an egg. Oh, do you? Yeah, oh, of course. You're weird. Oh, sorry. Yes. Oh, do you remember both? Yes, I do. I oh, remember right. being a sperm, and I remember, I remember the other sperm going, you'll never make it, you can't whistle. And I was like, well, he won't be able to whistle then, you know, which he can't. And you can't. <laughs> you are rubbish. <laughs> no, I can get a... How many? I sometimes I... How long have we got? Not that long. I don't know. Let's say... Uh, I always Is think it's really good, really good in an audio-only <laughs> medium to, to spend a lot of time on noises you can't make. <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't do it if I'm giggling, that's a definite no. But I, sometimes I can manage a, a bit of a whistle. That's very important. What's, what's your best whistle, Kirsty? do some noises you can't make. <laughs> I can't roll my R's. 
<laughs> it's the rule that you've got to try to do it even though you know you can't because yeah. you can go I can't roll my arse <laughs> <laughs> well, what can't you do Nick I oh t- I can't do this one <laughs> you can't t- that was rubbish I taught you how to do that. You yeah, oh, but if you don't, Kirsty's. Uh, and that was Nick Kirstie's doing his hand under the armpit. I am. Kirsty and I are, are man and wife. Uh, Hang on, why you decide, is it woman you decide and which. husband? Yeah, exactly. It is also woman. Oh. <laughs> Kirsty and I are man and wife in that order. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> hey. That was. I Nick. couldn't do that for Matt Kirsty. No, so. And now I'm the same except for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big change. A big it change. Is. In- a lot of people notice that about you. My well, work. You really pops now. They, they say. just notice when I arrive. Yeah. <laughs> my, my work here is done. Uh, we can, we can okay, we'll see now. you, Kirsty. Uh, so. <laughs> um, so anyway, thanks for um, listening to another <laughs> riveting episode, which is um, we're going to get off the noises we can't do now <laughs> and get into some proper subject. What are we talking about? Uh, well, we thought we would talk about uh, Boris Johnson. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and we're approaching it with a level of enthusiasm that I feel yeah, yeah. wanting to talk uh. about. Oh, British politics and uh, um, how how certain do you think it is that he's going to be Prime Minister now? It's really it's likely, isn't it's it? It's very, very likely, yes. And, and if he isn't, then Jeremy Hunt will be. And Jeremy Hunt, as far <laughs> as I can tell, he's, he's just a, a man-shaped space. <laughs> That's I can really make out from it, you know. <laughs> but uh, I prefer a man-shaped space to Jeremy Hunt, to be honest. Of Jeremy Hunt rather than Boris Johnson. No, uh, instead of Jer- just instead of him. Instead of Boris Johnson. Or Jeremy Hunt. And so, yeah. All oh, right. I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Instead of either of them. Yeah. How do you think the election would go if they were replaced with just voids? Yeah. I think better. Can we just <laughs> not have anyone in charge? Can't, wouldn't we be better? Can't we just just not? And then we wouldn't be expected to Brexit or not Brexit. Just carry on doing things as we're doing them. And, and it will work and itself having, out, right? Really? Can't sort of we? Like Theresa May, having good. no one in charge, but one person insisting that they are. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah <laughs> strange ghost. <laughs> sort of a, a chalk gargoyle. <laughs> <laughs> we just watched the a Boris Johnson interview with the BBC. Yeah, and now right. I think we've got a much better handle on uh, all he's got to offer. I thought it was really interesting in its total lack of interestingness. I mean, there was... Yeah, it was weirdly not at all compelling. There was not one single point was made, and how long was that? It was about a half an hour interview, wasn't it? It was about uh, 20, 23 oh. minutes, I think. I'm glad like I didn't watch it. It sounds like I... Well, you I may as well have done, then. You may as well... You, you're kind of equal to us on this. Right, yeah, it sounds like it. Um, he, he was asked a lot about how he's going to solve with these problems with the EU and basically he, he's going to put them off. <laughs> he's, he's not really going to deal with anything right now. He doesn't there was deal no... with anything. He does, he thinks a change in energy is what this is. A, change, a, a new a positive lot, yeah. energy yeah. is really going to help with this uh, negotiations that the EU said they're not going to reopen. But that's right. all he hears, it seems to me. It's, he's all bluster and, you know... You know, no substance at all. He's not actually going to do anything. He's he's just this surface noise. I long for someone with a bit of vision, you know, with yeah. an idea that excites the public and goes, wow, even if we don't completely agree with you, at least you're excited about something. You're telling us a new thought. I can't think the last time Boris has ever come up with, like, a new thought or anything that's... That's, that's not racist me in any or way. misogynistic or rubbish. 
Oh, I think also, that's a bit much to expect any kind of leader who's not racist and misogynistic. Yeah, no, you're right. Days. Sorry, I don't know what Jesus. I was thinking. And in your utopia, who would this <laughs> magician be? <laughs> 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 I've all women have given up by now. He's <laughs> accepted their lot. <laughs> that's that. I mean, because Rory Stewart had this effect in the on a lot of people who aren't going to vote yeah. in this. Yeah. Because this is about, what, 200 200,000 people, roughly. Yeah, roughly, um, yeah. 200,000 really not at all representative of the population at large people are going to get to vote for the next Prime Minister. Out of the final two, mm-hmm. which uh, we now know are Jeremy Hunt and Boris Johnson. Which isn't, wouldn't under normal conditions be a massive problem if we knew that you know, there's a general election going to come up fairly soon afterwards and so much can sort that out. But the point is that person's about to make a major decision for this country in that space and time. You know, he he has said we are definitely going to Brexit, and and he needs to. What date? What date? What date? Well, he's saying he's going to do it on Halloween. (laughs) That's right. And he he said that without any hint of irony or anything. (laughs) Yes, that's not. That's the date they've been given, isn't it? And it's and but you know, of course, it's it's. If they might as well throw it in with the other nightmares. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It could be, either be Halloween or, or April Fool's Day. I mean, I'll tell you which one it's going to be. Or your mum's funeral. When, the day when creatures come out of the swamp and the dead come out of the ground and the UK comes out of Europe. What do you mean, Omen? <laughs> They're just metaphors. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it's, it's weird, isn't it, where we're at right now because... In a way, I mean, this part of me just, just thinks we need to do something certain and fairly soon because one of the biggest problems is, is we can argue to and fro all over the place, but the uncertainty is what's really, I think, messing up the country an awful lot. Is, is, and sometimes it's almost better to go with a bad option rather than just an, this, this hanging nothingness. I, 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 think, I think the real problem is that the most certain thing you can do is to come out of the UK without a deal, come out of the EU without a deal, but that... that it's not the end of things, right? That's just putting the UK in a horrible position where we now have to go, OK, what can we get out of this? And we yeah. now have to start negotiating endless trade deals from a position... At the bottom of, of the barrel, yeah. At the bottom of the barrel. In, yeah, literally the worst position it's possible to be in with regard to trade deals, just WTO rules. And that, that even North Korea has one or two arrangements. And also just in the weakest possible position to, to negotiate from. But yeah. people think that's preferable than hanging around in limbo, which is what we're currently doing. And that's why people are just going for it. That, yeah, because it feels like... Well, I, it feels like that's a definite thing and it's not limbo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Rory Stewart kept pointing this out, didn't he, in the debate? He went, that's, it's, not a, it's not certainty. It's another form of uncertainty. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's yeah. just a very definite. Yeah. Oh, it's, it, it, <laughs> ends, it ends this uncertainty for yeah. a different uncertainty. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think it's this uncertainty that sometimes, you know, sometimes you're in a traffic jam and you just want to take the shortcut and you don't know whether it's going to be good or not. You it's just want to be moving. You just want to be moving, yeah. yeah. And I, th- I think the country feels, feels like better. we're in a stalemate and we're stuck and we yeah. can't do anything. And um, I, I, I don't think it's going to solve anything. And, and, and listening to Boris just talking just now, it was just, as you say, the bluster, it was just empty. But that's uh, all he ever does. of nothing, yeah. That's all he. That's all he's ever done, and he and it was charming at the beginning for for certain people. I never I never found it charming, but he, you know you can see how he got to where he is because he he manages to to just hoodwink a lot of people. But I I, I still can't believe that people are still falling for it. Yeah. 
a lot of people aren't are they? In, in polls like the population at large that luster has worn off quite a lot There's still, I mean you must get this in um, in audiences Kerry when you if you mentioned Boris Johnson there's always a, a couple of people go yeah well this is a laugh yeah and I, I come across that occasionally people, someone put it um, on my Facebook page really? today someone said go Boris and I was like, but really? what do they mean? Go, Boris. Well, that's that's <laughs> how I, I was like. Have I got go news away. for you? There's a lot to answer for as well here. Yes, they? They've really made true. him look like a bit of a celebrity of many years. Ago now. Yeah, yeah. But that's where it all started. This kind of cult of, oh, isn't he a laugh? You know, and he, no, he's not. Sorry, he's not. He's not so much a. a yeah, he's he's actually very dangerous. But it, it it in the same kind of way that Trump has got in, and now. You know, there's the same sort of drive behind it. You know, well, he doesn't seem to be accountable for anything. Yeah, I think he's. I in think this, he's in got the Trumpian that, way. He definitely got that in, in common with Trump, hasn't he? Yeah. So that Teflon kind of. Oh, you're lying. Well, you're lying. He's got his own way of going. Yeah, full of shit. It just seems to me there's something wrong with the way democracy works. That we need to have some changes. That we don't have a system that. Cause what's different, really, with a dictator if you can have someone get into that kind of power that most of the country don't have any say in whatsoever? You know, there, there's a hole going on there. It shouldn't really be possible. Yeah. Yeah, and it's happened. I mean, you can argue. I mean, and in fact, Boris, Boris Johnson did argue at the time that it was oh, disgraceful yeah. that Gordon Brown right that he election. Did. Yeah. And that, I mean that. Because so the prime minister is, but meant, it sort is of meant is. to be first among equals. And it's it's not it's a president. Not He's not. They're not the head of state. They're not meant to have sort of presidential powers. Sure, and you vote for the party, not the not the leader. Yeah. But but we but all know that really. sort of leader, bullshit. Well, of course, because we talk about Corbynism and Thatcherism and so on, because yeah. they put a massive stamp on and, and changed a complete direction the way the party's going. So no, I think actually we we need to take that a bit more seriously because one person in that steering position can make a huge difference. Yeah, I mean, he and really is the difference of whether we're going to have a no deal Brexit or not. And, and did and did do, you know, in the last general election, like both Mayor and Corbyn in their own, May and Corbyn in their own way, massively influenced that. Yeah, that May as good as lost the election and Corbyn failed to win it. Yeah. Yeah. So, sort of in a negative way, it still was true. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think we need voting reform really, really urgently. I think this position. I, I think. And I can't see how that's going to happen anytime well, soon. And I can't see. I can't see how the people. <laughs> Not from anyone who's benefited well, exactly. out of it. Anyway. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right now. That's no. what I mean. It's like, how far does it have to go? Um, uh, let's let's get into this thing. That's was the row. Okay, the the row and. Um, um, I don't really care much about a couple having a row, but what has been interesting is the reactions to it. So, um, you want to do a recap of it for people who haven't followed the news? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, look, I've got, got uh, Kirsty, uh, that's why you're here. Let's we have do a man and a wife. <laughs> okay. No. Smash! Get off my fucking laptop! <laughs> Smash! That was probably just like the real thing. That was exactly word for word. How <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't actually listened to it. Have you listened to it? Um, there was a get no. off me apparently. Get off me. Get off me. All right, get get off. What from has me? The recording, yeah. Has the recording? Get off me. Get no, but Harry, we told what's in the recording. We haven't heard it the net, but we don't know whether he was doing an impression of her voice and she was doing an impression of her. His, so we don't know who was saying what. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, that, it's been corroborated by more likely. than one more than one uh, neighbour, right? 
Um, the neighbours um, down below them are the main ones who called the police and the guard and then sent the recording to the Guardian. We should, we should then, actually recap this properly. Okay, that's because what I was asking people, you to do, but instead you did a weird fucking acting out thing, which was fairly, you know, I mean, it was fun to watch. But Then I thought we'd summarise what we were doing and seen. Um, <laughs> no, there there may be people listening, listening who... Uh, well, I don't know Boris Johnson's, uh, but there might be people uh, listening that also don't have followed this uh, this story, which is that the neighbour of Boris Johnson's current girlfriend, Carrie Simmons, uh, heard them having a blazing row uh, a few nights ago. And uh, according to the neighbour, they knocked on the door three times and then finally, and it sounded... Uh, very violent. They they describe uh, the woman shouting, "Get off me!" Uh, something about uh, you know you throw wine on the couch or whatever. You throw wine on the couch and you've got no respect for money. Got no um, respect for anything. No respect for anything. Isn't that just something selfish. someone says in a row though? Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably. You have no respect. That's normal. Yeah. Um, and, and, and then they're off they, my laptop. as well, isn't it? Then you. Uh, <laughs> None of this means like. Anything in itself, I get off my laptop. That could be a just like, don't know. Yeah, yeah, he could have been looking at porn on it. Was it his laptop or her laptop? Now he said that to her. It, it was he? him saying that to her, right. supposedly. Oh, is that right? But, but oh. what, what if she opened it and went, to, went on to Skyscanner and started immediately booking a flight to Malta? You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No idea. What, what, we really do not know what it was going on, but we do know <laughs> that the, uh, it was recorded by the neighbour. The neighbour called the police, and the police uh, attended a few minutes later. Uh, this was later corroborated by the Guardian, who spent the police originally said they had no record of it, and then when they were given the further details, no, they were, no, no, I think this one was fair enough. I think they, they they then gave them the correct information to the police, who then uh, looked it up and then said, um, "Oh, okay, no, that was just," um, and they'd already told the neighbour, uh, "No, it's nothing to report." Right. Yeah. yeah. There's no, there's no, no one's Which hurt. Is normal. No one's hurt. Just a couple having a row, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then the neighbour on the other side. Uh, is now saying she's giving a slightly different view of the row, saying that uh, it sounded like Carrie Simmons was the one who was throwing stuff and so on. So she did, they didn't particularly get involved or think there was any danger or anything. From what I know, I don't, I, I've not read this in detail, but of course, piece of this. I think, I think it's more, more. I think what actually happened is less interesting than the way the public reacted. But, but the public just, and the press, yes. and the press. Let's first just. But then, well, so what we so haven't done. So, so then, the neighbours uh, sent in this recording to the Guardian, right? And uh, and then the Guardian reported it, although they haven't released the tape, or have they? To my knowledge, no. Have no. They? no, but they've they've reported on everything in it. Yeah, well, so. yeah, okay. So they might as well have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. And then, of course, then you've got the right-wing press saying, you know, it's an intrusion, it shouldn't be there. And you've got the left-wing press saying, well, it's it's okay because it's in the public interest and we should know if our future prime minister, potential future prime minister, uh, is, you know, um, prone to domestic violence. Totally partisan reactions. and Yeah. We never get surprised anymore, do we? No. Take. I think we all know exactly what everyone... Why don't you read the newspapers? We know exactly what they're going to say about everything once you know what's <laughs> going on. The, uh, okay, so there's two parts of the story. The first part is the neighbours up to the point where they call the police, right? So they've been criticised for that. Uh, yeah. They shouldn't have called the, the police and got involved and recording it. They shouldn't have recorded the, the thing. So on that bit, I'm quite clear-cut. 
Well, I, I think the, the reason you stop there is because we, we've mentioned this, and I think we're in, in agreement up to here, aren't we? That right. it's completely fine. Kirsty, you, you, yeah, you I'm in agreement. I think if the, if you if you think if you genuinely believe uh, someone might be in danger, then it's it's okay, and it, and you haven't you're not in interfering with some you know you're not going into someone's space if you can hear it in your own house you're absolutely within your rights to record yeah so. oh, totally and and there's so many well, you know there's so much um domestic violence that happens and and a lot of domestic violence does actually get stopped by neighbors reporting it yes it yeah. does you know? and I right think so I, it's, it's vital but I, do you both follow the secret barrister on twitter oh yeah 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 i like to say on it and said like a it's the right thing to do but b there there are, there are yeah, a barrister that deals with domestic violence cases will tell you that it's often very, very helpful to those cases that there's a witness and that yeah, and 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 actual proof and, and, and often yeah, that's right. The person, the person often won't go to the police themselves. But if you can go on their behalf, then you because it's much easier to, for it to come from someone else. Having been in a previous relationship, not not the current one, you're, <laughs> you're okay. Um, but my my previous which uh, I recorded the neighbours a lot. Was was I? It was you know, uh, you know, not as violent. Although there were occasional moments, but it was more kind of uh, abusive from a, a mental side, and um, it was very very difficult to see from inside, or, or and you you feel it's very difficult to leave someone, um, especially as you know if you if you love them, and so you know you can't see it until you're outside, and you go, my goodness, that was really really. <laughs> destructive and horrible yep. um and all my friends said that they felt really helpless because they saw me in the situation but it was very very difficult so you know the interference from yeah. a neighbor would have probably helped you know so i'm I'm all for that that's fine especially yeah. if you know that they, they weren't it's not like did neighbors ever interfere no because we lived underneath a a, a, a flat a, a shop that was closed at night oh so, okay yeah yeah. And you couldn't talk them into opening. <laughs> Just to keep your relationship a bit calm. We get on a lot better when you're open. Actually, the only time the neighbours did interfere was after I had left him. and I, But he was on the phone to him and he, he, he was too drunk and he tried to smash himself into the flat. And that then the neighbours called the police. Yeah. Which was good because, yeah, he was in a bad way. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. So Again. I think we're, we're all, so, we're so, all so genuinely calling the police, agreement, calling uh, the police is good call. Is a good right call. Good call, right thing to do. Yes, um, correct. And in particular, you know, they, they said they went round. We, we can't corroborate this, but they said they went round and tried three times. You know, they knocked three times and there was no reply, and the argu- arguing continued. Yeah, all fairly reasonable at this point. Yeah. Yes. But then the next thing they do after, and this is after the police have told them it's no big deal, is they then contact the guardian. Oh, the police said yeah. there's nothing to report. Right? Actually, to, to slow this down a bit, uh, what do we think about recording it? Um, I think that's also. I I'm think fine it's with fine because it's in their own house. If they're loud enough to be recorded, then the, the, you know. Yeah. But you record it, and that's it. It's for the police, and it's it's you're recording it for a purpose, and that purpose, the, the reason why you're recording thing, recording a thing is is of the most importance here, right? Are you recording it in order to ruin someone's career or or affect their career in any way, or or to make money, or are you recording it in in the interests of their health and safety? And that that's I, I, yeah. I think was vital. I mean, I, I can I can see wanting to record it. Be you know, given that you know it's Boris Johnson, and that I can see wanting to record it because you know this is going this is going to get denied and politicised, and I want proof that it happened. So if, if, even not not just from the point of view of 
of you know Harry Simmons' safety or whatever. Okay, I see um, that as well. So I, I can also reason. see wanting to corroborate just because people might call you a liar for yeah. they never happened. I, 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 I bet money that he would say it wouldn't. Ha- it hadn't happened if if, if there was no chance. proof of it. All right. Okay. So that's the third reason I, I agree with you once again. Yeah. That would make absolutely sense. So, so sense. We're, we're all fine with it being recorded. Yeah. Well. I think the other thing there's no there's no legal issues with it being recorded. There's, there's no law no, broken not, no. with you recording what's going on in your on. own house. Yeah. yeah. It's but not the, like you've tapped to the phones like some of these. No. 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 If you're being in the press. If you're being loud enough that you're being heard through walls, then I, I think that's your own problem yeah, anyway. Exactly. You know? some, some people have done. There have been um, uh, right-wing commentators who've said, uh, well, it's just hypocritical for people to go on about the phone hacking scandals and then be fine with this neighbour recording. Yeah. And that's inter- intercepting private telecommunications. That's different. It's not the same as recording in your own home noise that's coming in through your walls, right? Sure, sure. But this is what yeah. we've seen throughout the reactions and... Social media has not let us down here. In the, in the right across the board, people you can you can look through tweets and see people's opinion on this, and instantly you know whether they're left or right wing. And uh, yeah, and and it's, people it's, on the right wing think it's an intrusion of privacy, and people on the left wing think it's uh, uh, you know that that, um, that was absolutely the right thing to do right after the contacting the Guardian. Yeah, which... uh, the contacting the Guardian bit is less clear to me where it is morally. Like, I, I, I've no problem with anything up to that point. Then I'm going, why contacting the Guardian? Yeah. Because uh, they know that the, the, it's that people are going to talk about it. These people, unfortunately for them, are, you know, it does sway your opinion because they, they are very, you know, inverted commas, lefty. They, they, they even, have you seen the picture of the couple? She wears glasses no. that look lefty. He, he has a beard that looks lefty. <laughs> they are, they are lefty-looking lefty people. Left-wing Should I get a picture of them up? Yeah, well, yes. Hang on, I'll um, see if Campbell. I can find it. Campbellwell so, couple. Yeah, you get a picture of them up. Okay, see, oh, I know. Tell me whether they look like they're lefties or not. Okay, I I don't know. what. By lefty, describe a lefty for me. Have a look at the picture and tell no, me whether no, you're no, seeing you lefties. T- describe it and then how would you... What, put, what, what are their names? I've forgotten. I'm just well, just put just put um, Boris's neighbours. Boris, neighbours. This is one you can do at home and whilst you're listening. <laughs> Boris. I might be wrong. I remember seeing a flash of the picture. I might look up again now and go. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I knew I'm pretty sure Boris I took one picture. Lefty. Of lefty. Yeah, they look lefty. Um. Just put Britain's leftiest neighbours. Britain's okay. leftiest. Right. Um, I can't believe you haven't instantly answered this. Let me find a. Picture. I haven't got a picture of them. Picture of this way, do it. Tom Penn. Oh, Tom Penn. Okay. Boris neighbours. This is a beautiful. Uh, I bet. Okay. I bet it's going to have to turn out. There's never been a picture of them, and I've just imagined what they look like. Okay. Yeah, it, in fact, it's probably like some. Is this the oh the cartoon? Oh, oh. oh, right. Look at them. There they are. Now go back. You've lost it. <laughs> Okay, so she's got red tinted. Lefty glasses. Red tinted. Lefty or not. This is a photograph of them that could be at a festival. Yeah, that's right. Festival-y. It's because it's red, so you think Labour. I don't know why. No, it's nothing to do with that. Even even the hair, even the cap, everything about it. I straight away say activist lefties if I saw that picture. Okay, if you if if you can't see these at home and you can't, this is a this is (laughs) not a podcast. What do you think when you see me? Do you think lefty lefty? No, I don't. If you're not wearing anything that that you're not 
Am I not? Distinguished in that way, but they, they, definitely they are. What is distinguishing about just the glasses? Everything about them. What? Even their pose, even his eyebrows, and the way his glasses fall, and his, and his moustache, and his beard. Everything about these guys. I'm not saying it's an insult, I'm just saying they are. This is, right, this, how is much... this is a new regular feature of the podcast called describing pictures you can't see. <laughs> um. In a very judgmental way by Carrie. <laughs> no, I'm just right. <laughs> you don't right. I'm just definitely right about this. They right, are. They've got a VW yeah. camper van. Do you know, we haven't lived together are... for ages. I forgot what you were like. And they are. And Okay, and so... Um, and not that there's anything wrong with that. You know, they're, they're left-wing people who are... Um, uh, they, they've been involved in some rallies and stuff, so they, 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 and they are, and they're, they're clearly anti-Johnson, which I can fully understand. But what I'm saying is, it is it's not wrong to say they had a political leaning, and it was was affected by this. They, they are. Uh, well, it's, it's not wrong to say they're a political leaning. We, no, we don't know. Uh, no, I, I think mean, I think. Just doing what it says here. Okay, so this is right. the Telegraph, which I'm logging in there, so I can read the rest of the article. Uh, it says, uh, at the height of the Conservative leadership battle. Eve Lee, which is the woman, posted a tweet about her small contribution. Eve Lee, how left wing is that name? <laughs> to the debate Mike Lee's who, daughter, who who will be the next British Prime Minister. I just gave Boris Johnson the finger. She wrote, referring to her greeting uh, for the prospective Tory leader staying at his girlfriend's flat in the same block. Ms. Lee, an American theatre. She's American theatre producer. Well, she clear. She. Clearly, she's lefty. I told you she is. Director and writer has now deleted her Twitter account, possibly because the influence she and her husband Tom Penn have had over the leadership race became immeasurable this weekend. Yeah, and it's also every tweet is her Mr. giving Penn a finger is to a theatre someone. maker and composer. He makes theatres and composers. <laughs> and he composes, composes theatres. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you know. Um, so all right. So that. She look as lefty in that one. She's wearing a blue jumper, everyone. So it's it's not it's not red glasses. Haircut and tilt of head, lefty. She's t- she's tilting to the right. Yeah, though. that's what they tend to do is a cover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, wear a blue jumper and tilt her head to the right. Former palm reader. Of course, she's a lefty. Oh come Former on! Former palm reader. One of those right wing palm readers. According to an interview in the stage. Until the palm reading dried up. I mean, there is a bit of me that's suspicious that I, I, I don't like Boris Johnson or, or really a, a you conservative love him. full stop. You love but him. I, I, there's a part of me that makes that the whole thing feel like it wasn't fair play and it wasn't right for the Guardian to have. Uh, I, I'd expect them to do that. To be fair, they, these people said they did it because they felt it was a public need to know at that point, but it wasn't a public <coughs> need to know. They haven't heard around which they know anyone got hurt. In fact, they know they didn't. They haven't heard anyone. Uh, be, be uh, well, if they thought it was violent at the time, fair enough. But now they know it wasn't, and and now they've uh, and they're saying the public needs to know. Public needs to know what that a couple had a row. I, I'm just saying on a fair play yeah. issue. I think they were totally wrong to involve uh, a national newspaper in this. From a from a sort of illicit thing. Okay, the, the police were called, and both parties said it was fine. That's mm. that's what happened. Right. So then this this uh, constant. Um, Speculation of oh well you know it's domestic abuse this that. I think that I'm in favour of people bringing up domestic abuse because totally. of, because of the police thing, and, yes. and I'm in favour of people going yeah call the fucking police if you think something like that is going down you have every right and duty really yeah to call the police and then that's the end right the, the police end. arrive that is the end yeah 
It's Look, I think there's. I think that we have a certain duty towards each other in shared spaces. You know, if you live somewhere for a while, like you know, I don't know you're doing a gig somewhere with other people, uh, and uh, I don't know, you find out what products they use in the bathroom, whatever, or, or you find they've got particular, um, I don't know, private marks on their body because they've come out of the shower, and you're 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 sharing a place with them, whatever. Right. You don't go telling other. You know, what I mean, in a shared space, you keep certain level of people's secrets because. They're sharing you because we're sharing a space. And similarly with a neighbour and so on, you're going to hear things and see things. I don't think you broadcast that. I think you allow people, unless it's dangerous. Unless The public needs to know is when it's something dangerous going on or if you heard some government secret through the wall or whatever or you believe he's actually demonstrating that he's a violent man. Otherwise, you don't go sharing someone's secrets with, with the rest of the world. Yeah. What do you think? Um, well, yes, I guess I, I do... I do kind of agree with that although what would we be talking about if we were talking about that how do you mean now well we're talking about this now because it's so it they, they argue that it's in the public interest and we're so interested in it we're talking about it no but i think the, what, what the interests phrase, me the phrase the, in the public interest doesn't mean the public is interested in it i know but no. i think it's i think i think people of... are starting to to use it that way and i think, I think they are, but I yes think it's, i do i think agree it's a wrong you. conflation I, of two I, different I, yes but views. i do I, I still think that's what's happening i think people are now going well we're interested in it so therefore it's in the public interest i and think, I think okay, the only part of it that makes me talk about it or that was in my interest was just this almost sad predictability of tribalism that I've seen as a result of it, where everyone's yeah. taken a view uh, that, that was that level of predictability. But as far as the thing goes, no, I, I wouldn't give a shit in the world if I never heard about a couple having a row. That, no, you know, I know. It's I think irrelevant to me. It was, it was interesting because when it happened, I was on stage in the Lake District and I got off stage and the, the first thing that... Uh, a, a friend who was, who'd been in the audience said, have you heard about... Boris Johnson, I was like, right. no, I've been doing a show. And what did it then say? And she was like, well, you know, it's, uh, um, uh, it, you know, she, he, the police have been called round to the house because of, uh, a woman's been screaming there, and you know, right. that was the first thing I heard it's about absolutely it. Absolutely like, through that, yeah, oh, that angle. That's that was the angle I heard it through. You know, it's just like whoa. And, and that was me. that was also what I saw a lot of on Twitter, and, and uh, you know, there, there were people immediately again, people on the right going, let's find out what they thought about Brexit, the neighbours. Right. <laughs> Which yeah. is not really relevant. Now, only It's only the sending it to the Guardian bit where that becomes relevant. Yes, but also in relevance I saw people arguing that... Um, but where people were saying, talking about domestic abuse and then saying that's why it's right to call the police and that's why it's okay to record yeah. it, I was like, yep, yeah, totally with you. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then there were other people saying that uh, he shouldn't get into. She shouldn't be prime minister now, and so on, because of what they've heard in this tape. And going, and that, that's far in the other direction. You haven't heard anything that people don't say in a row. Yeah, yeah. Get off me can mean anything. But, you know, yeah, and I'm not, I'm not excusing what, that. I'm just saying that where you're told it didn't mean anything, that's now over with. Yeah. What I thought was probably going to happen was a little bit like what happened with the Kavanaugh hearings, where you got the left who've won the culture war, but haven't won the political war not understanding why the people with political power aren't obeying them. Right, yeah, right, yeah. Right? Yeah. Which is the thing of, well, we've now tied him to domestic abuse without, without proper evidence. Yeah. But because of that, he's now unelectable. No, he's not. Not to the people who are going to vote. Well, especially yeah, not yeah, now. Right. Look at Trump. Yeah, well, that, that's, 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 Trump is a perfect example. Oh, the, peop the people Doesn't who... Doesn't matter the what people comes who out. viscerally hate Trump... 
in the cultural ways, I was going, well, he's putting kids in concentration camps, he's a multiple rapist, all this stuff, and not realising that, first of all, the people who are voting for him don't believe you when you say that. Yeah. yeah. And secondly, they see you saying that as just a tribal marker that you're not one of them. Yeah. And so, and, and they want you to be annoyed because you're in the other tribe. They want you to be upset. And in fact, you, the more you scream, the more they're going to do the thing you don't want them to do. It's also that whilst we need to take all these things really seriously, we can't deny that uh, allegations of rape, sexual misconduct, etc., etc., and uh, uh, and even a couple having a row aren't used against people to knock them off their perch in politics. You know, they, they are political weapons. Uh, that, that's how be. they. Well, well they, of course yeah, they, they are. I mean, I, mean, I know, think it used to have a lot more sway, but I guess you know. Not well. Well, I don't know whether it's that they used to have. I, I do think sometimes that we used to have more political sway, and now even a, an accusation of rape isn't enough to to stop on someone being a, a leader. But it's well, not. In, in, in but certain the other circumstances, hand, right? Because I mean, the, the the a lot of the weird fallout from me too was you could abs- you can absolutely end a career. Yeah. In showbusiness or whatever. But not if you're Donald Trump. But but then yeah, but not not on the right. <laughs> Not on the right, yeah, no, because they don't the care. You, you can, they all just not believe in, it. In, in, the, in the left liberal bubbles of showbiz, or it certain, almost feels like in the left parts, it goes too far. The, the accusation media. is enough straight away without any evidence. Sure. And in the right it goes too far in that we need solid evidence. And, uh, you know, but at the same time, and it's difficult to say, but should Trump, uh, how should his if someone makes an accusation like this, surely what we should say is take the accusation seriously and let's have an investigation and find out some information. It, it would be right to say, let's just get rid, rid of a president straight away because someone's made an accusation. Well, Otherwise, also, anyone can make an accusation and get rid of a president. If you're talking about the one that's currently in the papers, you're talking about the one from, like, what, 1990 or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, at which point, I mean, what What's do you do? What's the burden of proof there? I mean, it's it's just one person's, one person's word against another at that point. Right. But that's how so polarised it's become because some people now feel that one person's word is enough and other people would say yeah, yes, yeah, but yeah. there's actually been on Trump what we should... But, to, but the, okay, but there, it's not just her word. That she, she did tell uh, people at the time and they have corroborated her story. Uh, not immediately, no, but she told people shortly afterwards, yeah. Right. Um, I, and, and as someone who has suffered sexual abuse I didn't tell anyone at the time because no, I don't think for a yeah. moment that should be a deciding no. factor of anything but um, but that you know people say why didn't you say something at the time because you can't because most mm. of the time you are absolutely um, sickened into silence have you watched any of her interviews no what's her name look her up I'm gonna look her up E now. something uh, Carol Carol's something, something. So what's happened now is we've we've gone off on yeah, a tangent. What, what we have done. But we've, we've done it. Let's commit to this. Okay. Uh, okay. E. Jean Carroll. E. Jean Carroll. She's an American writer, not someone I'd heard of before. The latest, um, uh, it, Trump says uh, he's not, uh, that right. she's not Trump my Trump has done the most predictable <laughs> Trump reaction to this. We, we, we should have known he was going to say that. He said, she's not my type. Yeah, uh, which so, is an amazing uh, defence, isn't it? That, yeah, that's not well, the sort of person I'd rate. Amazing and not amazing because what we found out is this kind of gaslighting really works for Trump. You know, it, it kind of, it, it, it does work. That's the whole thing about gaslighting, it does work. De- degrade the yeah. person, right? Um, horrible thing to do. Oh, wow, this is all so complex. It's like, oh. part of me says you, you should never 
immediately dismissing an accusation like this. It has to be taken seriously and it has to be looked into. And part of me says, but it is true at the same time, this is all part of a book deal and, and, and it's a massive publicity run for a book deal and it, it shouldn't be just taken as carte blanche or as a fact. Yeah. And you and you can't and, and I'm I'm with you know I'm with the the golden thread here as in you you can't you can't extend even to an ally a right that you wouldn't extend to your worst enemy and okay, one, one, nice one, one, one example of that is the right to be just completely believed at face value yeah you ca- you can't give ev- anyone that right right because no. otherwise you'd have to believe the worst accusations at all you know what I mean it's it's a terrible right to get people there needs to be a burden of proof somehow also and unfortunately the same with these neighbours thing if, these things if, you know you can't how do you prove it I mean this this uh, this long after it's extremely difficult so so now so now it becomes another one on this list of things that one tribe thinks is fake news and another thinks is an outrage that's never going to be... Oh, right, but this is gets us back justice. to the real thing. We're not really talking about how you prove it. We're not really talking about what the truth is. What we're talking about is the fact that, and I think what we all agree on, is we don't know the truth. And yeah. that what, what we see across social media with, with all these um, situations is certainty. People are absolutely... Well, when I'm looking yeah. at Twitter, people have heard about this rape case are going, or this accusation are going, uh, um, she's a liar... Or I believe her, and it's like, who are you? Based on what? This this is like the generation we're in now, the true crime generation. That all of us have watched some Netflix documentary where we are convinced that we know who was the real murderer. Yeah, right. Yeah, police didn't catch. Uh, yeah. yeah, and we are all completely mentally equipped and have all the evidence <laughs> to do this. And when we bring this to yeah. every aspect of of our lives, entertainment, politics. Yeah, this is happening all, all the time with the with the Boris Johnson case, right? It's people going, well, these what was it? Jacob Rees-Mogg called the neighbours curtain twitching Corbynites or something, right? Like that. Yeah, I, I have no idea if they're Corbyn supporters. Maybe they are, judging by oh, their glasses. Oh, they twitch curtains. <laughs> oh, they twitch curtains. I think they probably do. Yeah, looking at the glasses. It'd be weird if there's a like a, a window with curtains between the flats. <laughs> that would you know? <laughs> no wonder they could hear. Look <laughs> at <laughs> the stupid glass wall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Back on that one, I, I I I really think they betrayed their trust because now, how would you feel if you you, you now are afraid that anything you say or do, your neighbours are going to call the you know the Guardian or some national well, newspaper? Well, I, I think really... it's a savage indictment on the state of Britain's housing, where they, basically you can hear <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Buildings are built so terribly that you yeah. can hear. Especially if Boris the, can't afford the, the, place, the next uh, the prime minister of our <laughs> country cannot afford walls thick enough to abuse a woman behind. Exactly. <laughs> 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 it's a disgrace. Well, that bit is her flat, of course. Yes, obviously. I mean, he'd have, you know, a fortress in the country. And isn't that where well, they've, they've retreated know. to his fortress in the country, yeah. haven't they? And wasn't there that yeah. sickening photo of them in, in, in a garden going, oh, look, we're so in love and he's in pyjamas. Isn't he cuddly? Oh, is that not... Was he wearing pyjamas during it? Is that, the, is that the photo that people are saying may have been taken quite a long time yes. ago? Yes. Because his hair is significantly longer. Yes. <laughs> right. Well, maybe he just has a you know an evening wig for the countryside. Yes, oh, he's wearing his country hair. Yeah, yes. country hair. And also, people suggest whether it's hypocritical that he's saying I I don't talk about my private relationships or I'm not even entertaining this accusation, and the next thing this picture appears. 
Right. I imagine there must it's be. The spin, there must be a lot of pressure. Like, oh, there's so much spin going on there. It's like you know. Well, I don't know. Like okay, there okay, no, must no, be no. so much pressure to say you've got to do something. The public need to see something right now, or and you can't. Talking of public interest, won't do it. right? There's a little pop quiz about Boris Johnson. How many kids does he have? No one knows. I doubt he even knows. <laughs> I don't know. Do you know, Karen? No. Well, it's it's between four and six. <laughs> <we've made them laughs> four and six. No. Um, <laughs> reason being that he went to a judge and got an injunction that prevented prevented it being published, prevented it being made public that he had um, a child out of wedlock. Although he did subsequently have another child he's out of wedlock. At least one. So if not he's two. probably got six kids. But only five can legally be recognised. Something like that. <laughs> if you see the six, you just can't recognise them. Yeah. This reminds There's me of. Four children, then a sort of vague, <laughs> shat, pixelated like a shadow. A cross and a across six them with child. government no go. Oh dear. Don't look. I wonder if the child knows. The child's not allowed, <coughs> the child's not allowed to speak to itself about its own existence <laughs> under the terms of the injunction. There's no mirrors in the child's house, nothing. Yeah. Not allowed to know exist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me! Can you imagine finding out later in life that your that Boris Johnson is your dad? I think most of us will at some point find that out. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I mean, this this is an issue, isn't it? That this this man is probably going to become prime minister, despite all evidence of his moral character and. Competence. He is the British Trump, and and you know, down to the stupid hair and and the blustering, doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, uh, an incredibly self-serving. And Steve man. Bannon's advice on how to get there—it's the same, you know, the untouchability that he has, you know, uh, the the seeming the you know man of the people. But I suppose you know that, that that's why he's being brought in. He's, he's not. It's not that people care about who he is, or it's just the people who are voting for him right now. It's cult of they celebrity. They just want. They want a Brexit full stop, no matter what's going to happen. And he's uh, promising that he's going to give it to them. I don't even think it's that. Yes, so, mate, I, think... I think it's that he's the most cartoon-like, and people want simple. People like we're going lowest common denominator, and I think he's the most kind of. He's the one you could e- most easily draw. That's that's, that's how nice. people how people vote. I, yeah, I, I, I do. I, I, I actually, I actually agree with do. Kirsten. I I think that I think that is quite a good description of what charisma really is. Yeah. Okay. Right. I, I, I have a theory about charisma, which is charisma is how little brain work somebody has to do to remember you. Yes. Now I've been saying this for a while in different forms, but you see this throughout TV where they want to create a narrative about someone, and the narrative is always really really simple. You know, one thing one thing he used to watch with Carrie was uh, uh, "Come Dine with Me" because you know, it's just quite amusing for the, but even for the even for the obvious way they've set it up was quite amusing to, to look through. You know, and right. from the, from the word go, I don't know if you've ever seen that program, but <coughs> it's just from the the, the the first few moments with the character, they've decided this person's whole character <laughs> is he's Greek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this woman wears pink. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, and everything she does and says will be about pink from yeah. now on, and and that's how. Simply, they've drawn a character. Well, that's you know? that's what they do on first dates, and it's what they do on in all reality yeah. TV. And basically, what we have done in America and here is elect somebody who has been on reality TV 
it was The Apprentice with Trump. Which I've got, I mean, means, of course, you have you? to do even less brain work to brain remember work, them, right? Because you, you've, you've already, already done seen it. them. You've already yeah. done that. It's been done for you. Oh, guy. And I mean, this is what you've always said about. I've, I've got, I've got red hair. I'm very recognisable. I look exactly the same as I did when I was five, basically. We've just moved back to our that's, hometown. That's not what I'm into. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but, uh, yeah, my yeah, my boobs have grown a bit. <laughs> that's not what I'm into. <laughs> I'm recording this as Eddie is the Guardian. All her abusive relationships were when she only got four. <laughs> uh, but basically, you, you once said to me, oh, you, yeah, you've got charisma because people recognise you because of your hair. All right, but based on what you're saying, it is that but simple. Ha- I think it probably is, you know. I mean, you could also be boring and you're not, but the, the, most of the time... Oh, whenever thanks, I, this I, is a good whenever, way to whenever, find whenever out. Whenever people uh, go, oh, you've got to meet, they're really charismatic, I always think... I bet they're wearing a hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they almost always, I bet they've got like a moustache and a beard and a hat. Of course they are. There we go. And they're really tall. They're wearing a suit. They're charisma. Yeah. They've got more than five things going yeah. and they're just confusing. I really, I really like Kirsten. I really like uh, easy to draw. Yeah. Um. I guess that's right. Yeah. I guess that's, right. What the, that's what the people want. They want someone instantly recognisable and 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 a, car- they want a caricature. They want a caricature. I've been saying that in comedy for a while. That I used to think it was about building a, a character that has, uh, like you would with a with a sitcom, a, a character has some complexity to it and will behave differently differently in different situations. But yeah. I realised that really what the public remember is the stammering guy. You know, that's how they even describe people afterwards. You know, yeah, the guy, yeah. this guy who stammers, right. the guy, the tall guy. You know, and you go, but there's so many tall people. <laughs> you, <laughs> you brought it down just to that. I heard someone describe the Republican primaries from uh, uh, 2016 the other day as they had about 24 people on the stage and the most lurid one won. Right. Because it was the most memorable. Pretty much, right? And got the most column inches and the most TV time and everything else. This is why I've I've never dyed my hair. Because I I am, what, 2% of the population have my hair colour. Right. And uh, so, you know, I stand out. It's not that I'm just lazy and it would look shit with, you know, ginger roots. <laughs> it would look shit. But, you know, it, it is a thing. It is now. It's just part of me. I'm now in my 40s. I'm not going to start changing now. No, you're making me think that I should change my hair colour. You should, definitely. What should I go? Silver? No, I reckon green or something. Green? Like no. Like green? Rainbow. Yeah, but that would look like I'm trying to say a political thing nowadays. No, you'll be what too lefty looking. <laughs> I don't mind being lefty looking, but I don't want to... Well, what you'll be start, you you'll start recording your neighbours. your hair. Yeah. Uh, Do you know what? Purple? You could... You could I used to have go. red. I've been burgundy before. Sort of yeah, dark you, burgundy, dark years, burgundy years ago. But I don't think... Again. I think nowadays... Now I definitely anything, consider going blue. You'd have to be like a dark blue. I have had yeah. blue. But there's also things you can do when you're younger. Everything starts to look like a midlife crisis no matter what you do after a certain age. Uh, mine would be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yes. <laughs> no bones about that. Just get midlife crisis like dyed into it. Yeah, this should be a known style, shouldn't it? What would you like, yeah. sir? I'll have midlife crisis, please. Okay. Yeah, you just as the shave just colours get, just, already. Just shave the middle, like just there. Or just just to make you look, right. to make you to look more middle aged. <laughs> just, 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 I don't think I can look more aged right now. <laughs> you could if you shaved that bit of your hair off. Yeah. <laughs> just had it round the side. Actually, no, that would just be old age. Yeah. Yeah. You, That's gonna happen anyway. You're no, passing no middle age no, now, no aren't you? No reason to rush that. 
I think I'm middle-aged because no one in my family has ever made it past 80. When does so, middle age start, do you think? Well, I think now. I think middle age starts 40. just a bit older than whatever I am at the time. Right, okay. <laughs> Forever. Hmm. I, so the moment I'm, middle age is sort of late 40s, Am I... Am I well, yeah, but that, that assumes you're going li- to live till 100. But I did, whereas I know I'm not going to because genetics. So I'm probably... I'm, I'm more than halfway through now. Yeah. Which is, you know... No, I definitely am. I'm not planning to be around much longer. What? Don't say that. I'm not planning to. I haven't made any plans. Right. <laughs> how many, how many okay, more podcasts you, you do you reckon we've got in here? Yeah. That's a bit um, bleak, Kerry. We already I'm only, nearly I'm lost only doing you once. I'm only doing this until we've got our own theme tune. <laughs> That's why I'm glad that we, we ne- still have it. Neither already. of you has asked me to do a theme tune for Because that would ruin the beginning of our podcast. Oh, I see. So. <laughs> we, we have asked you every week Jeez. every time every episode no but I, I was inserting my own I wasn't doing it for you that's all we've asked for oh okay well I'll carry on uh, how's it go I'm not telling you it's my own right. <laughs> pay me for one if you want oh now it's, now it's all coming out it's always about the money well you know I've got a husband to support <laughs> yeah, this uh, this podcasting is not really as uh, lucrative <laughs> as people love me to believe. <laughs> it's really expensive. Why do we have to always record it here in the Seychelles? <laughs> this is the Seychelles. <laughs> it's a Seychelles. <laughs> I'm not sure we've really resolved much this week. But we haven't, have we? Have we? Well, we, we don't normally, don't normally have... try to, actually. Is... All right, Boris Johnson, true or false? True or false? I <laughs> Definitely false. Yeah. Just Definitely wind. false. Just a lot of wind. Yeah, it's just a I wish he was. rudderless gland. He isn't is. He? Oh. <laughs> he's just a. Oh, God, I haven't got. Just, he doesn't even deserve words. No, he's an overinflated balloon that you wouldn't even hear if it burst. Yeah, it would just. <laughs> 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 you yeah, get splattered with sperm and ambition. Uh... How, how often do you think we really do have a leader that we respect? That? How often does that. Is that like a rarity? Mm. That has most of the country stay with him, even for a term. I think every now and then it happens, doesn't it? But not, I, in 1997, not when Tony Blair got in, we were so hopeful. It was like, oh, I'd right. only ever known a Tory government in my whole lifetime. Yeah, I was that, so excited. That was a landslide from opposition into, into government. That was... That was uh, Big. It was huge, and I was so it was so excited. I remember, and then oh, it was just so disappointing when yeah. when it, we just realised oh, it was just a kind of right wing version of. Why would anyone want to do? It? I think it's like it's like. Oh, Uncle Blair, right wing. No, it wasn't, but it was. It, but it was. It was. It was. No, you know, centrist, I guess. It was centrist, and I, but but also it just it nothing. It, a lot of things improved, but it, it, no, actually, yeah, a lot of stuff. A lot did of improve. stuff did improve. I actually, I actually think he did but a lot of things right. He did right. a lot of things it, right. It, it, it was just uh, the Iraq war. That, uh, that's really the thing that yeah. brought him down. Was the thing that brought him down, and that was it. And and but until yeah, until two elections later. And yeah. I was an idealistic student as well at the time. I was what twenty one when they, they happened. Did. Not even twenty. Oh yeah, it was. Um, I was twenty years old. Yeah, twenty years old. Yeah. Um. Wow. That was a while while ago, wasn't it? Yeah. And then we had uh, then we had sort of uh, Brown, and then uh, Cameron, and then even Cameron. Oh. It's it's always seemed roughly I... since since then. Cameron, like, I the, blame it's been for the inter- it's been the internal machinations of one party. Right. Has been what's presented us with. 
But also it seems that we're absolutely people. damned to constantly have the elite um, running constantly. the country, you know, that constantly. it's always, uh, uh, it, you know... The, the, and they're making sure still, that's always going to be the case as well. It's so Etonian, it's ridiculous. Yeah, we have one school. Yeah. Is one that, weird school. Yeah. I Where, once helped a boy get into eating you. You'll never guess how I did it. You lifted him uh, over the gate. Yeah. You gave him a piggyback. He got in on a recorder scholarship. On a what? A recorder scholarship? <laughs> yes. Okay. Really? Yes. That's, what kind of ship is that? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I used to teach recorder to... To uh, kids in I didn't in know Finland. Recorder had any use to it whatsoever, but it turns out you can get turns it. Turns out I, I probably created... Get to Eton. And, uh, okay, what was his background, then. though? Uh, private school. Right, okay. So that also helped then. Right? Yeah. I mean, I, no, you know, <laughs> I mean, a public school wasn't allowed wasn't to there, employ me. I, I didn't have any qualifications. I, could, I was only allowed to teach in a private school because I didn't have any teaching qualifications. Amazing where Recorder can get you. Yep. Yeah. Now we know. He'll be our Prime Minister in, in 20 years. <laughs> Playing his recorder. Yep. Um, wow. You're yeah, welcome. Because so... <laughs> the other thing about, about Johnson, isn't it? That, that, uh, By the way, I am never... a music teacher, but I was a music teacher. I'm, 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 I'm not, you she's know. not just recorder, she's more than that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> I didn't just blag... Well, I did actually just blag my way into being a, a music teacher, but, you know, I have... I remember your old adverts. I can get you into Eton. <laughs> yes. Call 1-800-RECORDER. <laughs> Why is it an American number? I don't know. <laughs> oh, What's the level of Eton in uh, top-level politics, do you think? Pretty high. Um, huge. Eton specifically, I don't know, but there was, uh, there was a thing that got it today about... Um, 35%. Just high-level high jobs was 35%. So 7% of in the population is the number that go to fee-paying schools, so independent schools. So that includes what we call public schools. Seven like percent. Seven. Go to those schools, okay. Yeah. Seven percent. Go to schools that are, that are independent, private, whatever. Have you got the figures on what, what the public sector then is of people who went to Oxbridge? Uh, I don't know about Oxbridge, because Oxbridge is another one. I, I, I once had a slightly awkward conversation with uh, Frankie Boyle and Glenn Wilkes, uh, Frankie was coming out. And all that they do this, I did it at Oxbridge, Oxbridge. I was going, well, I, I went to Oxford, but yeah. I didn't go there from a posh school. There, I mean, there is there is definitely like a pipeline from some No, but some questions there are Oxford exceptions, but generally, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is... Uh, sorry, go I've got it here. I've got, so 39% of the cabinet at the time the analysis was carried out went to fee-paying schools compared with 9% of the shadow cabinet. So that's... Yeah. Sixty-five percent of senior judges come from private. Sixty-five percent. Yeah, for for sort of two thirds of senior judges went to went to private school. Fifty-nine percent of civil service permanent secretaries. Right. Fifty-seven percent of the members of the House of Lords. Fifty-two percent of diplomats. Thirty-nine percent of the cabinet. You did that one, didn't you? Forty-four percent of newspaper columnists. Right. Did you see pop stars? No. Thirty percent. Thirty percent of pop stars. Well, right. they because they can afford to to not have a job. You know, I think it's, part, it's partly the money they can afford. This account for that, but it's also that there is a network that happens at these also, yeah, type of schools yeah. that 
people recognise each other. And I think it happens a lot in Edinburgh as, as well. That I think, and I don't think it's even necessarily a conscious bias. I, I think it's a case of that a, a lot of the reviewers and so on went to Oxbridge and they see other acts who, and they, they feel that you do feel an affinity with other people who've had a similar background or been to places you have. So, Sixteen years, um, I worked in a private primary school uh, because they were the only ones who who, who I was allowed to work at. Right, and. Um, I had never before that, never set foot in a private school before and I had no real idea. And I was definitely, probably, apart from the caretakers, the least posh person in that school. Also, um, yeah. What, so what, what was it like? Uh, what, what it was like, it was lovely. Right. <laughs> was, that's was, not, that doesn't sound like school. Exactly. It was, you know, uh, it, was, it was lovely. It was, although a lot of the children had you know, had never been disciplined because they had nannies doing that instead of right. their parents. But um, but there were a lot of, uh, there were a lot of, you know, famous musicians' kids there. There were, you know, famous foot- footballers and, and sports people's kids there. There were actors' children there. Um, I, you know, I used to teach uh, uh, Sean Bean's daughter. Oh, yeah. um, and And, you know, there were... You know, occasionally you'd spot someone in the playground on your way out. You'd be like, "Oh, that's what you take from Queen." Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and but you know, it, I I I told it. Sean Bean's daughter have any problems with the uh, with reading, especially EA? I tell you what, she Rording. did have. She did Rording. once. No reading. She oh. did. She did once have. <laughs> she did once get very upset because they were. They were reading some. What was it? Was it Lord, Lord of the Rings? <laughs> and and is they, this joke really? Is this joke working? <laughs> sure, she she genuinely, she genuinely was upset once because um, they were they, they were reading a book and it had her dad on the cover, and she got teased for it. Oh. Um, I was I was uneasy then that you were about to say something that we'd have to edit out because you you can't really you can't say that you can't tell someone that that seems fine. Huh? I don't know what you were thinking. No, no, you'd actually give away uh, some some private information about a child who was in your care, but I think that's fine. Her dad no, but... Unless you tell it, unless you're about to tell me that the cover her dad was on was some, some sex. That would have been a perfect way to end the recording. If, if we now, you know, at the, the end of the podcast, where we start off talking about someone recording other people's private information <laughs> and making it public, you should and do I'm that now. That Gives now. away something private about people. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, but no. So, what it what it taught me was that you know actually the, what they're paying for is a secure and also what I the, the big difference is that they are taught that nothing's a problem that not that they're, that, they're, that they're entitled to go through life. Um, being, I genuinely believe I don't know this for a fact. I genuinely believe that not one single person who went to my school ever did anything successful. <laughs> <laughs> I think from what I remember of the school, I think it's very unlikely that anyone got anywhere. <laughs> I, it was one of those, you know. I just think everyone was a bully. <laughs> like You've everyone. won two awards. Huh? You've won awards. No, but I mean in the sense that I don't. I, I don't. I, I. I find it amazing if anyone from my school ends up being a prime minister or. A, oh yeah, no, uh, no one from Or anything significant, that. particularly, and I don't think it was, you know, or even in business or anything. I don't think it was. Uh, I was meant was to go to the grammar school. school I was I was supposed to go to the grammar school, which I refused to do because my dad taught there, and I was like, no, that's that's suicide. I went to the kind of school where you could you guaranteed to be beaten up if so, you were in so the that's choir what I didn't or if said. you were uh, if you were doing too well in a, a lesson. That's, you know? that's I elected to go to that kind of school instead of going to the school where I would have done better academically, right? And and been better, you know, because my dad taught. I I took the I'd rather be beaten up and bullied school. 
Um, <laughs> that's what, Dan it, was, that's what the... it was called. <laughs> we get beaten up and bullied school. <laughs> ah, that sounds good. I, I, I elected to, to, to go to the, the, the comprehensive, you know, rough school rather than go to the nice grammar school because I just didn't want to go to the same school my dad taught at. My mum was a... not that bad a teacher. No, it was just embarrassing when I was 11. Yeah, my mum came to teach at our school and she was originally, te- she, she used to teach business study stuff, so she was teaching at Lucy Clayton's, which was, uh, you know, probably a girls' finishing school in, in Knightsbridge. Uh, and of course, the kind of people pu- she's used to there uh, they were constantly bringing her presents, and uh, and uh, te- you know, <laughs> and then she goes to a comprehensive school and, as a and supply it, teacher. Um, no, no, she was oh, like no, she was a for, for, teacher. yeah, she went for lunch. She, um, oh. But the uh, I don't think the word supply teacher was even around back then. But, oh. uh, I'm sure that came in later. But the uh, this was around the time when Grange Hill became a pro- program on oh. TV. And you remember there was some public reaction to it going, it was disgusting, and then, and then people going, right. schools aren't like that. And my mum was very much one of those people. She was like, they're all disgusting. That's, that's not what they're like in school, are they? And then she came to teach in our school, and she was like, just shocked, horrified, yeah. to find that the, the pupils would just like swear at her and call her names and make fun of everything. And, and nothing, like, she, she would do typing lessons as well. And I remember my sister was in her class, and uh, absolutely loathe it. My mum would say uh. things that say, "Girls, it is time to do our fingering exercises," <laughs> and and of course they'd all repeat it, have a field day with it, and she would understand why they were making fun of her, and and, and oh, my sister no. would die. She would die. That's die why I elected to go to the rough school rather yeah. than die because my dad. Both my parents were teachers, and I always swore on my life I would never become a teacher. But then after a few years of working in pubs and shops and things. When the music wasn't working out for me, I, I decided, you know, I got this opportunity to, to teach at a private school, and I did. And I, right. and I, I was good at it, annoyingly. Yeah, yeah. But kids, just because you're good at something doesn't mean you should do it. I've never been happier since since I stopped teaching two years ago. Yay! I think, sliding slightly back to the point, though, is it, there is something wrong if, if private schools are delivering all our top... Uh, everything you know to, yeah. the, that's a high potential considering only seven percent of the public are going to those type of schools and the theresa may is the baton that one etonian hands on to another you know yeah yeah <sighs> yeah that, that came out weird but you know what i mean just we, oh, we well we've given it to one grammar school girl she fucked it up but the, the Italian well, that's the thing it up also people just keep describing it. this as an old boys network it's, it's old girls as well you know what i mean it's it, the, 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 i I think from the glance I saw of that survey that not it's, it's women as well also. Not, We're not eaten, no, yeah. but but certainly from the, the expensive of the private schools. Male international rugby players, thirty seven percent. Yeah, not okay, sports, what about male football though. players? No, that'd be really low. Five percent. Yeah, yeah, but not female female fo- football players really high. Is it? Yeah. Is it? I didn't Why would say it on this bit. Because they can afford again to D- different ways in, I think. Different right. ways in, yeah. They're not going to get scouted and, and get scholarships the same. So they, you know, they're going to they're going to need to be able to do it off their own back, and they need some financial security to do that. Right. It, which is the same with acting and and music music. Oh I mean, no, definitely, definitely, the entertainment business is an awful lot of it. And I, I've seen this in Edinburgh where an act uh, is having dinner with another or several different. Um, uh, reviewers that they went to school with, or you know, members of the press, you know, so that's, right. that, that's where. And I, as I say, I don't think it's all 
some like almost like conspiracy level thing as people treat it. I think it's a case of in those environments you do meet useful people and because or rather it feeds itself. It feeds itself, right? yeah. Because if a lot of those people from those, that environment are going to go into being uh, being uh, in the press, <coughs> then obviously that's going to be an advantage for other people who will have met them in that environment getting into politics and anything else. Yeah, and, yeah. and also the people who've had a background in, in being taught how to talk to people. That's it. This is what I mean. There's a real, there's a their real, language. It's the same we language, on, right? Um, right. This will sound incredibly privileged, but we were on a um, on a ski lift in. That's France not that privileged. Mate. Loads of people be on a ski lift. But but it's how we get upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> it's in your house. Yeah. Don't tell everyone. They're around. Now, there's, the, there's, the, there's these gigs that oh we've already done them countless times right. um, out in the Alps, and uh, you know. It's a real thing. Get to go skiing, which is not a thing I ever thought I'd do in my life. Not me, right? And you, and, but you, you are occasionally around people who are from pretty privileged backgrounds, and including I've been on this lift once, a long lift with just this kid, and there's me and a couple of other comics, um, and this kid who's about twelve, thirteen, who just spoke to us in complete, easy, confident conversation, and when he got off, we went that he's. Oh God, he's he's going to be a prime minister or something. That's that's. Oh, it was just insane, insane how confident and fluent he was, right. and totally able to put us at our ease. Us three grown men who are all comedians. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, okay. It was, yeah. but he he went clearly. He went to some private school. That's and, what they teach you. And yeah, and got, it's, I don't it's, know it's anyone who went to a comprehensive who is that that confident. I agree. Confident. Yeah. That is the it's main confident. thing. Yeah, yeah. Confidence yeah. and confidence a genuine self belief, which I don't think you leave. Uh, I certainly didn't leave. But confidence confidence is not I definitely that. did not, and I still haven't got it yet. It's not a good no, thing, though. No, still, still not <laughs> Confidence is not always a good thing. Somebody said to me once that the real problem with the, the Cameron lot is that they had no imposter syndrome. That most of us, right, if you're put in a position of power or influence, you go, Oh god, they're going to find me out. Yeah, there's always find out I don't deserve right. this. Totally. They don't. They don't have that. No, they, they go, don't. I do deserve this. I'm a, that's, and that's Boris Johnson and that's all how, over. And that's how I felt watching the Boris Johnson exactly uh, BBC it. interview we saw earlier. Yeah. Is that there's nothing really there. And as you say that he's describable. He, he's you know he's drawable. He's, he's a the man is a character caricature of himself. Yes. You know, he is what you without himself really to back it up. It's just like he's a living character. And I, I don't uh, and and. And and that whole interview, he had not one single thing to actually say, not one idea, no real thought, just avoidance, uh, and and a, and a total self belief, like you're describing. Yeah, yeah, and, and confidence. And, and that's all he's good. got. All he's got is confidence and bluster, and uh, and and an untouchability, which is terrifying. I don't want to touch him. I don't, definitely don't want to touch him. No. Yeah. That's what you mean by his untouchable is no one can bear to touch him. Yeah. Yeah. Which is probably oh, why. Get he's off me. Think... <laughs> That's what the get off me. Get off me, untouchable. <laughs> well, I think everyone should draw a picture of Boris Johnson and. Uh... And not touch it. Yeah, that's your homework. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, we're giving yeah. homework now. Oh, off you pop, yeah. everyone. Uh, <laughs> right, right, off you pop. Right as a theme tune. <laughs> <laughs> see you can do it. I've learned so much from you. You have. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, thanks Kirsty. Thank you for having that's me. Thank you for coming on, Kirsty. I don't. <laughs> that's that, that, terrible. That, no. <laughs> Sorry.
Thank, thank, you for, thank you for coming on, Kirsty. Uh, I've, I've been recording it. Oh, God. And sent it to Don't a newspaper. Don't send it to a guy. Oh, no. <laughs> no, but really, okay, it's been lovely having you on the podcast after months of you asking. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be on it. Yeah, yeah, you're asking. Don't have that thing on while I'm in the room. Please, yeah, do do, can you wait till I've gone? <laughs> no, it's been great. Um, uh, so that's where do you end? Oh, usually very clumsily. We've never, we've never in, really in, solved this one. Insert a different ending theme tune here, right? Yeah, yeah that's, that would have been a good ending, but then I just carried on talking off. Uh, we could have stopped at that point, but that's, we never get theme? it right. Should it be like like the same as the opening theme, or like the incredible, no! like the Incredible Hulk used to be a weird sort of sad piano ending where we just wander or, off hitchhiking into the group. Or, or only fools and horses, <laughs> you know, just a different theme tune at the end. Or just take the opening theme tune and play it backwards. The one that you made up. Yeah. yeah. Make sure you don't do it like a palindrome. Uh, yeah, don't, no palindromic music. Ideally, right now, we should be ending with the recorder tune that gets you into we eating. Should, we should. Have you got, and reco- have you got recorder handy? I had my recorder and I didn't pack it. Oh, no. Oh. This, this carries on until you can find something. Right. So there's going to be a bit there's of a... There's going to be something, right? This isn't, we're not an in awkward, our house. An awkward pause while Kirsty tries to find a recorder. Kirsty's going to walk around the house this blowing flat, into things. In this flat that isn't ours, this is a flat in Camberwell that we found empty. <laughs> Kirsty's now going to play the cardboard tube whilst I whistle. Do a pop. This is a... Whistle, whistle. This is this is quality entertainment. Apparently, a lot of people use their mouths to make that popping noise. Not me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, that's this. This is descending to fucking chaos. It's like the end of Rent a Ghost. Now, this episode. (laughs) Uh, Thank you very much for listening. Thank you. If. For some weird reason, you still are. Uh, We've really enjoyed your company. We really have enjoyed your company. We'd like to apologise for the lack of an ending, um, and particularly for the fact that it's apparently still happening. I mean, even after that wonderful musical outro. I tried to make it really bad so, you know, you wouldn't get into Eton. (laughs) Is that your idea now? Stop people getting into Eton by teaching them really bad instrumentals. Maybe should we start sort of trailing the next episode like a, like a Marvel film? I think little... if we're honest, this is now the next episode. <laughs> we have just carried on into the next episode now. Which Hello, um, everyone. Nice uh, we're make... here now to it's talk about... your own theme tune here. <laughs> Previously on Citizens of Nowhere. No, but seriously... It's over, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> do, just, do, just get out, Kerry. If you leave, we have to stop, right? No. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.